Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello, welcome. This week we're going to be really exploring the importance of experience as a coach and learning and using coaching modalities with your clients in a way that really develops and continues to develop your skills. One of the things that I've noticed, uh, we've been doing a bit of research on other coaching programs out in the marketplace. And the interesting thing that I've noticed about these coach certifications is that very few, if any of them, include the level of practice, the level of interaction and live coaching that we do here at the Mindset Coach Academy. And that was really interesting to me. And it, it also was a bit confusing because Coaching is a verb. Coaching is something that we do with clients. And it seems as though a lot of programs rely on theory. They rely on non-interactive, non-live calls, so a lot of recorded materials. And it seems as though people aren't really getting the opportunity to practice with clients, whether that's other students on the program that they're in or whether it's actually going out and getting live clients and working with them. Because in order to develop your coaching muscles, your coaching ability, you really need to be able to apply coaching tools and techniques to real life situations, to real life clients. Because as we all know, no two clients are the same. And even the way in which you apply a technique that you've learned, a modality that you've learned, is not going to be necessarily applied in exactly the same way to all the clients that you have, because they all come from a different uh, viewpoint, they all have a different mindset, and they also come with a different problem and outcome that they desire. And so I wanted to share with you today something that's very important uh, to me as an educator in terms of helping my students, the coaches who undertake the Mindset Coach Certification Program, to really develop and hone their skills as coaches. So we have very uh, strong emphasis on practice. So for every single modality that I teach and that I share, students will watch a video, a theoretical video on the practice, on the strategy. There will be a case study. There might be some other information that they need to read in preparation for our live calls. Now on our live calls, there are two of those every week, an hour and a half in duration, so three hours total, we actually implement and use the tools that have been presented in the pre-work for the students to complete. And the reason for that is twofold. First of all, they get to experience using that tool or technique live with, a, with one of their fellow students. 
And also they get to experience that tool or technique as a client. And when we experience techniques as a client, we really open up our awareness to how powerful and effective they actually are. And so as we go through the program, for every single thing that that we're learning to implement, whether that is something from the neuro-linguistic programming toolkit, from the hypnotherapy toolkit, from the positive psychology toolkit, from the neuroscience toolkit, from the uh, timeline therapy toolkit, whatever it is, we are always learning theory and then doing live application of that and building up skill and strength to really be able to know and understand the mechanics of processes, know and understand the reactions and interactions that we have when we're using certain tools in in various situations. And this is also supplemented by regular practice pods. So in addition to that very live interactive training, we also uh, host practice pods so people can come together and we focus on a set topic at a time. Uh, so it might be strategy elicitation or habit development or it might be one of our goal setting models, for example, or timeline therapy. Every practice pod has a focus area and people come together and, as the name would suggest, they practice, they really start to hone their craft and further hone their craft using that set modality. And the other thing that we do is we have written case studies that are available for students to really understand some of the different ways that tools can be applied because all of our tools in our toolkit, as powerful as they are, can be used for different outcomes, for helping our clients to achieve different outcomes. And in fact, we can put together different modalities, different tools and techniques to achieve similar outcomes. And again, it's having this knowledge, this innate understanding of what each tool and technique actually does in practice or enables us to do with our clients in practice, having that innate understanding increases your ability as a coach to then choose the right modality for the right situation. So to choose the technique that for the client who is in front of you is going to have the most powerful and positive impact because there are tools that do similar things and help the client to achieve similar outcomes. But it's really about that decision-making process and knowing which tool to use based on your client's mindset based on your client's mindset dimensions. So in particular, I guess, their emotional frequency and also their behavioural preferences. So how are they preferring to show up in the world? You will coach, for example, an introvert in a very different way uh, than you would someone who has a more extrovert uh, preference. You would coach someone who has a high uh, preference for seeing the bigger picture than you would for someone who is all about the detail. And so having that flexibility and that understanding of our clients from the outset by using our diagnostic tool, the Mindset Dimensions Report, gives us that insight into even more what is going to be appropriate, the appropriate tool to choose for our clients. We also, through Mindset Dimensions, for example, measure our clients' preferred representation system. So that is how they prefer to perceive the world. Which sense do they use most to engage and gather information? So that could be, for example, 
auditory, so what we what they're hearing, uh, visual, what they're seeing. It could be kinesthetic, how they are feeling emotionally, and. It's interesting because once we have this information and we put it all together, we are then, again, after we've done that diagnostic work, best able to then feed that into our decision-making around, okay, well, I'm going to use a tool for a visual person, for example, which relies on them seeing things, imagining things, visualising things, because that is their go-to preference. And uh, so... You know, those things do help within that whole decision-making process and we tailor the way in which we use our tools and techniques to really align with the client's comfort zone. Now, that may seem strange because, of course, there's a lot of rhetoric online, a lot of memes you see is change happens outside your comfort zone. Well, actually, change begins inside your comfort zone because that's where the choice to change actually happens. And when we work inside our client's comfort zone, so when we play to their strengths in terms of their preferred behaviours, their preferred ways of experiencing the world, then we're meeting our client where they are and we are guiding them, you know, initially guiding them very gently out of that space into awareness of what's possible through all of the amazing techniques that we then use with them to really expand their thinking, their perception, um, their ideas of what's possible. And so today what I wanted to do was just to share with you an example of a case study that we go through and um, which focuses on one of our techniques and it will just help you really to, I guess, have an insight into the sort of things that you can be considering when you're planning out your coaching sessions. Now, I'm hoping, as I say, when you're planning out your coaching sessions, that that is something that you actually do. One of the things that I encourage all of the coaches that I train to do is to work to a framework that they know is going to reliably and consistently help them get their clients from where they are to where they want to be. Okay, to help their clients to achieve the outcome. In mindset coaching, we do not wing it when we're coaching our clients. We have a repertoire of tools and techniques and we know, depending on the outcome we help our clients to achieve, the order in which we use them and we know the reasons why we do it in the way that we do it. Now, obviously, there's inherent flexibility because we never know what the client is going to bring to the table in terms of the additional content that they're going to put in. And so we are flexible in choosing different things to do at different times. We may overlay in our tasking, for example, we may overlay some more hypnotherapy work, we may overlay um, some visualisation, we may overlay very practical tasks for our clients to do as well. So it works in concert. So it's this holistic approach to coaching. And so in sharing this case study with you, what I, I, what I hope you'll get from it is that, you know, we have tools and techniques that we do that really lead and feed into other tools and techniques and that there are different options as you're coaching someone for helping them to get the result that they desire. So today's case study is about Sophie. Now, Sophie is a personal trainer and she works out of a local gym. She has her own business and although she has several regular clients, she now wants to start to build her business and attract an additional client base online. Sophie wants to do this by starting a paid membership group where she will provide weekly exercise videos, resources, challenges and other offerings. 
A well-formed outcome session helped Sophie clarify her goal. However, it also highlighted just how anxious she is about building her online presence, which she knows she needs to do in order to be able to do what she wants to do. So in this case, we've got Sophie, we've already uh, completed our well-formed outcomes process, which is our really robust goal setting process and goal enlivening process. And now we're going to move on and we're going to work with Sophie in terms of really uh, helping her to overcome that anxiety about getting out and building her online presence. So the next step was to help Sophie understand the changes she needed to make in order to achieve her goal. So we did this using the DILT's Neurological Levels of Change model. Now, this model focuses on multiple levels of an individual's life that need to be in alignment in order for a goal to be realised. So we're supporting, we're looking at what is supporting our client in achieving their goal across all these levels. And we're also looking at what potentially is hindering them. And then what we do is we can identify very clearly what action needs to take place, what change needs to take place at each of these core levels in order for our client to make a change. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification, and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. Now, with this information, Sophie's going to be able to develop some more confidence in a very practical way about what she needs to do, which will go some way in helping with her anxiety. So this is a really practical tool for us to use because once we have information as a you know, as a client, once we have information and an action plan, that can be the very first step in overcoming anxiety about something, anxiety about the future. So the very first area that we focus on with, with Sophie is her environment. So we ask Sophie, when she thinks about her environment, so the people that she surrounds herself with, her home, um, you know, life at the gym, um, those environments, what is supporting her and what is hindering her? And in this uh, question, Sophie responded that she has a very supportive family, supportive uh, partner and colleagues at the gym. She is studying full-time while running a business and she found that challenging to find the time and space to do that. And she recently set up her home office. So in essence, she felt really that there was no other environmental changes needed, but perhaps she just needed to talk to her family about, you know, taking on some of the home-based responsibilities so that she could have a little more time to be studying uh, full-time while running her business. We then looked at behaviours and habits, and again we asked Sophie, well, what are the habits that support you and what are the habits that you have that hinder you and that you need to change? So Sophie is very well disciplined. Um, she sees clients regularly very early in the morning and she has actually got very good consistent habits that she's developed because she has been in higher education for a while. So she's very used to attending classes, um, submitting papers on time and working with classmates, so working together as part of a team. One of the things that she did um, find was that she needs to be more consistent with 
doing things that aren't necessarily um, related to, directly related to working with her clients on the gym floor. So she recognised that she needs to develop a more consistent habit around social media content, blogging, writing, those kind of things. And what we can do, of course, with this is we can use our strategies elicitation to understand how she is consistent in those other areas. For example, she's very consistent and committed to her studies, um, how we can apply the strategy she uses to be consistent in that area within how she can be consistent in blogging in getting her content out there in doing her social media marketing. So she's got some good foundational behaviours and habits uh, that she's running uh, on a regular basis and we just really want to hone in on being really consistent with the area of, you know, getting her name out there in terms of uh, her personal training business and um, gaining more clients and really being enabling her then to make that switch to having this online membership uh, for her um, for her exercise and, and gym-based business. The next area we looked at with Sophie was skills and capabilities. So she has personal trainer for qual- trainer qualifications. So she's a qualified personal trainer. She has a lot of knowledge and she also has really excellent interpersonal skills. So she's a, a wonderful motivator, a great communicator. She's very friendly and bubbly and approachable. Uh, and she holds space really well with her clients. So she comes from a place of no judgment uh, and people will re- really react well to her. Um, she has a personality that conveys itself really well uh, in the gym environment. Uh, she also has a good commercial knowledge from working in the finan- in the family business. So she understands the mechanics of running a business. Where she does need to focus on is developing technical skills for Um, recording and editing videos, setting up a membership system uh, and really understanding how she can then most effectively use social media. Now, some of these things, of course, for Sophie, she could outsource depending on her financial resources. Um, She doesn't necessarily need to do those herself. She does, however, feel that she wants to be uh, confident in recording videos, in showing up online and having the skill to be able to do that and know the mechanics behind it is something that she's very interested in. Um, So she wants to acquire some knowledge in that area. The next focus area is on Sophie's beliefs. And again, we talked about the beliefs that support Sophie in helping to achieve her goal. And she does believe that she can achieve anything she sets her mind to and that she has a great personality for working with clients. So those two work really much in Sophie's favour. The limiting beliefs or the beliefs that hinder her are that she's not good enough and to run this online business and or this online version of her business and that she will get criticised online. She needs to work on being confident speaking on camera and putting herself out there online and also needs to believe that she's capable in this area. And so we... Uh, would then go on and do some belief change work with Sophie. We would use some of our conscious belief change techniques. We would also perhaps use submodalities belief change. And again, of course, our sledgehammer of all sledgehammers when it comes to beliefs, our timeline therapy where we remove those limiting decisions. But that that section really did highlight the fact that, um, you know, in some aspects, Sophie really has strong beliefs around her capability and her worthiness um, in order to achieve that goal. 
The next thing that we did was we looked at Sophie's values in relation to her business. And the top values that came out for Sophie were honesty, authenticity, respect, and clients getting results. It's really important to her that her clients actually get the results that they come to her for. And so we explored with Sophie, what do all those values mean in and of themselves? Uh, We did the values interview and had a really hearty discussion about whether or not those values were met in her current business in the gym and how we could ensure that they were also met then in a membership style site uh, like the one that she was wanting to set up. And again, values interview, values elicitation, it's a whole other process that we focus on. And um, we elicit values, of course, through the Mindset Dimensions Report. The Mindset Dimensions Report um, gives you an insight into your client's values across eight different areas of their life and then lets you know what are the most commonly espoused values across all of those areas, which is a really wonderful foundation for your working with your clients. So back to Sophie, um, we then looked at Sophie's identity and we looked at who, who is she, what are all the roles that she plays and who does she need to be in order to create this successful uh, membership site, to move into this and transition into this extension of the work that she's already doing. And so she believes that she is a, a motivated, dedicated, energetic and confident personal trainer helping her clients to achieve their health goals. And so she ended up with this statement, which is kind of like an, an affirmation, a bit of a mantra really. Um, I'm a motivated, dedicated, energetic and confident personal trainer helping my clients to reach their health goals. So that's a summary of what um, came out for Sophie when we did the DILTS model. And then the next steps, well, what happened after that session? Well, Sophie was really excited at the end of the session because she had an aha moment from seeing that she has a lot of great attributes that will support her in achieving her goal. It also highlighted the areas she needed to focus on and why, which was great. So it was a good relief for her just to know, just to be able to pinpoint those areas that she needs to focus on and that she wants to focus on to get this business off the ground. And as a result of that, as a result of seeing all of the qualities that she possesses, all of the skills, um, the capabilities, the beliefs, values, etc., that she possesses that help her in achieving her business with this goal, um, it reduced her anxiety because she could see that she actually has a lot of the attributes required already. And it also reduced her anxiety when we were able to say, well, here are tangibly, here are the areas that you need to focus on specifically in order to move forward. Now, Sophie was assigned the following task to complete before her next coaching session. So in terms of her identity, um, we had Sophie expand on the list of I am statements that represent the future person that she wants to be or the person she is becoming in order to run this successful membership. Um, and to actually record those and listen to them morning and night. And she is someone who really loves doing affirmations. So we played into that with Sophie. And we also supplemented it with the future you meditation and visualization, which is something that um, I share with my students in the Mindset Coach certification. So that really was um, also playing to her strength. She's quite a visual person, also playing to her strength of being visual while mixing in the auditory with her affirmations that she um, would say every morning and evening. 
Now, being quite visual as well, um, Sophie had previously created vision boards and so she created a vision board which was really around the values. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a vision board of, you know, images of membership sites and things like that, which ultimately is the outcome that she wants to achieve. Because Sophie's values are so important to her and we had a great discussion about what each one of those mean, so honesty, authenticity, respect and clients getting results, uh, Sophie then built a vision board of images that represent the things that she values. And uh, she started with those images that represented those values and then added other things in and made it a full, rich sensory experience that had real meaning for her in terms of her goal of uh, creating this new membership. Now, in terms of her beliefs, we wanted to get Sophie to really gather some evidence that she is capable, that she um, is good enough and that she can speak on camera, that she can have the confidence to go ahead and record a reel or record a video. And so we got her to start just practising those things. So record a video, watch it back, you know, do a Zoom video and build an increased confidence that way. Um, and we also ask her to start gathering evidence that she is capable um, and that could be that could have been through feedback for example from other people and really encouraging Sophie to get out there and you know go live on camera now Sophie is a highly extroverted so she has a high extroversion um, preference and so speaking in public um, ultimately ended up being not not a huge issue for Sophie um, and she started going, uh, doing videos in groups, in Facebook groups, and really developed her confidence from there. She was getting great feedback and great comments. And she also started um, doing some feedback forms for her clients in the gym. So the clients that she would see live in the gym. And we got her to get her, her colleagues there to give her some feedback as well, which just went into that evidence file that she is capable and that she is worthy and that she is good enough to pursue uh, this next venture in her business. So that is one of the techniques that, that we used after establishing Sophie's goals with her. And there are many techniques that we could then go on and follow up with uh, in terms of helping Sophie. And in fact, that we would go on as mindset coaches and follow up with um, outside of this, I guess, what you call diagnostic phase of working with her. Um, this case study has been provided to demonstrate the application of the DILTS model of change. Uh, what we could go on, of course, and do, and I've hinted it before, is we could do further work around submodalities, belief change, timeline therapy, around limiting uh, decisions and beliefs. And we can also use a hypnotherapy script with Sophie as well. Uh, there are lots of other tools in our toolkit that I could mention here. Uh, in fact, several of them. Uh, we could also use EFT with Sophie, for example. Uh, but for this stage and and for the sake of this podcast, not running to an hour, uh, that is an intro to the sort of things that we would do with Sophie in that situation. So I'm curious to know uh, what else might you do with Sophie using the tools that you have at your disposal, the modalities and techniques that you've learned as a coach uh, to apply with Sophie in that situation. I hope you've enjoyed our case study today and I will be bringing you further case studies in the future. And what I encourage everyone to 
to do, whether you're a brand new coach or you've been coaching for many years, is make sure that you are getting in that coaching practice and make sure that you are actually doing some self-reflection on your coaching sessions when they're done um, and really planning for each session so that you give your clients the best possible experience, you gain the best possible development that you can as a coach and that ultimately everyone gets the results, the outcomes that they desire. Bye for now. This week's adventure in 52 Adventures to Change Your Life is going to be really interesting. You're going to need to pay close attention to your thoughts and your words. And you may come become slightly uncomfortable during the process because this week's challenge is to stop complaining for a whole week. That's right, no focusing on or talking about what's not right. No moaning, no talking about what you should have, could have, would have happened if only X had occurred instead of Y. This week, you'll be catching yourself in the act and noting down every time you go to take breath with the intention to complain about anything. And you'll stop yourself right there and choose to think and say something positive instead. Pay attention to what happens, to the way you feel, and notice how you experience situations, relationships, and events in your life differently as a result. Ready? No complaining for a week. Let's go. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.